What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 205 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the Mecca Stardew Valley, Chris Montalbano. What's up, everybody? And we got the most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. Look, if you play Hobgoblin and Green Goblin in the same deck in Marvel Snap, you are evil. We- <laughs> your mother didn't love you enough. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about Rocket League and Fortnite. We're going to talk about God of War. We're going to talk about the crack that is Vampire Survivor. But, yeah, I mean, for the holiday season, like, I know I'm stoked for Crisis Core. And I'm more so stoked for everything up until the end because, I mean... 7 Remake is rewriting the end of that game already, so I'm more excited for Rebirth so when it comes be, to... You think it's going to be completely, or a little different? How different? Everything's been different. Like, the a good chunk of the plot of 7 Remake is, hey, this is not the same rodeo that you've been on. Right. It was like, so that happened. It's like multiversal kind of like timeline stuff. It's Stuff's like not all happening that... the way it's supposed to be happening, and it's right. it's a whole thing. And the timeline's trying to write itself, but then it's failing to. It's great, right? And like the thing is, the timeline doesn't want to kill you because that would fuck mm-hmm. up the timeline. But you, well, no, you got to die where you're supposed to die, type thing. That's right. that's it. Yeah, you can't die early. I mean, Cloud doesn't die but the thing is they're like we gotta stop you bro (laughs) yeah i hear fucking shit up we're like we already know what happens all the way through advent children like we got flash forwards of red 13 even further in the future than where advent children takes place hey forget about advent children i think dirge of serbius is after advent children oh it might be well no Judging by what I know about Final Fantasy VII Remake and characters and plot points and stuff that are happening, Dirge of Cerberus probably takes place closer to the end of Final Fantasy VII than Advent Children in the new I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that because Dirge of Cerberus was three years after VII. Okay, yeah. So that kind of makes sense in the new timeline it might be like six months after if that even happens right if that is because i would love for that's the if gonna, any game needs a re- actually no no advent children was first advent children was two years after the events of final fantasy 7 but uh, the the scene i'm talking about in advent children is at the beginning where it's red 13 hundreds of years later oh yeah yeah that is has been alluded to as being like, okay, yeah, that's prime timeline shit. Now you're off on this HD weirdified. <laughs> we actually have like particle effects more than three on screen at a time. Hey, when we <laughs> when we put Cloud in drag, now he's actually hot. But that's you need to play that game, you. yeah. Yeah, I do. Everybody, I feel, needs to play. Jalen, you're the only one who can't play it, but I feel like everybody. No, needs... I have it on my Steam Deck. What are you talking about? Oh and yeah, the yeah. DLC is on, on Steam. PC. Yeah. Okay. All that's on Steam. 
I'm just thinking about the PS4 version. That's the only version that doesn't have the DLC. And you can't even get it. It's like, you either upgrade that to the PS5 version and then get the DLC, or get, I guess, the PC version. I completely... I keep forgetting about the PC version, but... Heck, it lives on my Steam Deck. Heck, that's the only reason I've been, like, even touching 7. Man, my Steam Deck ruined my life last night. Oh, God, what happened? I played four and a half hours of Vampire Survivors and did not realize it was more than an hour. That okay, that's Vampire Survivors, not your Steam Deck. Vampire yeah. Survivors could do that. It you was a vessel. Game Pass and it would have done that. That game is fucking crack. Man. <laughs> Man. And I had started getting into the loop of like, all right, I am completing levels, which is unlocking characters, and I'm beating bosses, which is unlocking characters, and then these characters are getting weapons that I can upgrade, and it, like, I was unlocking enough stuff consistently that... Like, when I started off playing last night, it's like, okay, I'll do a couple quick runs, like, get the gold I need to unlock this next character. But once I unlocked that character, after those couple, like, bad runs, it was like, life or death. Oh, so, Jalen, we've talked about killing the Reaper in Vampire Survivor. Can you kill... I know you can kill... The only time I've killed the Reaper has been in the library. But how the fuck do you kill the Reaper? Because... That's a good question. That is a very good question. (laughs) That is a very good question because I only managed to pull that off once in the forest and I don't even know how the fuck I did that. He just showed up and died. Right. That's how it happened for me in the library. But now, like, I unlocked a bonus stage that's just, like, 15 minutes. And that 15 minutes is like, at the end, he just and rips you apart. And that's it. Like, there's nothing like I didn't see him coming. I just see like you don't see the Reaper coming when time's up. He just shows up (laughs) and he either explodes entering your radius or you die. Well, I died. (laughs) He got torn (laughs) apart. That's what usually happens. So what build do you guys go for? whatever the fuck like i can't think about the only thing you can pick going in is your uh starting item yeah and that's by picking your character right yeah like i think he's the one that throws holy water because that's good that's she's good she's so good yeah she starts off with like a buff where like your first two upgrades are just giant as fuck like I that and also like she, I want to say she self heals too. Well, she just I has natural se- high health perceptions. Second, so hey, and she has the highest health out of all the characters. So like she just is tanky to start. Do I have that character yet? Huh? I don't think I have that character yet. What the holy water one? Yeah, she was no. a m- more recent unlock. But I unlocked, like, four characters last night. And so I got the person that looks like they'd be cool. I just hate their weapon with the drills. She's like a vampire with a guitar and just looks cool as hell. And mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, you're, her move, like, puts little mines in the ground and you have to stop moving for them to cast. 
So like you uh, you put oh, that's down. weird. Yeah, it's super yeah, fucking weird. weird. I don't like it. <laughs> you like, expect me to stop moving? Yes. It vampire survivors? Right. Mm-mm, never. I mean, if you got a level like four garlic, maybe. I mean, I think I was getting hell of experience with garlic. Garlic is solid when you're learning the game. Yeah. I. Yeah. I don't use garlic as much now because the birds are OP as fuck. Like, get both birds. Mm-hmm. And once you max level upgrade both birds, they fuse into another bird that then can fuse. Oh. They can upgrade even more. And more importantly, you get one of your slots back. Oh, that's that's the most important thing. When they fuse, you can get one of your slots back. So you could hang. It allows. It allowed me on my best runs to throw in, like, a shield, the uh, oh. laurel. It allows me that and everything else being, like, full synergies. Nice. Well, yeah, I got the two birds. I didn't last long enough for them to get fully upgraded. And then, so I was trying to get that, to get, like, upgrade those together to, because I got, like, the upgraded fire spell. I got the upgraded just regular magic wand spell. I had the upgraded cross. So I was doing a lot with the weapons I had, but I knew the one thing I was like, Jalen's always talking about these two birds. I need to (laughs) fuck around and figure out what's up with these two birds. And I got the two birds. I think I got the white one fully upgraded. I was close to being done with the black one and it just all fell apart. It was over. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like I get on solid runs and then there's out of nowhere. I've, I've fucked up and run into too many things, or it's just like I am out now in the weeds and it's the enemy starts scaling. That's what happens when you hit that. Because that's the thing about it is your some builds scale very, very slowly, but once they're done, they pop off super hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About every, I want to say the game scales every five minutes. Yeah. And it's usually around that second yeah. or third yeah. scaling around that 10 or 15 mark. All of a sudden it's like, why why isn't anything dying in a reasonable amount of time anymore? Jesus Christ. Oh, so I got um the weapon that just does like the rainbow up and down. Like it's like you cast a spell that goes just vertically up and down from yeah. you. Um but that spell has been I got into the vertically scrolling level the tower and I just got around a piece of geometry where nothing could attack me from the front and nothing could attack me from the back and I was using that just constantly and I had stuff that was protecting my sides like I had the cross and since it was boomeranging like if anything got to the side of me it automatically get hit with the boomerang and if anything got too close to me on the front end i also so i had the boomerang and the magic wand so just whatever was closest to me was getting decimated as quickly as possible and i only had to worry about like 45 degrees of what was coming at my character cuz i could move side to side but Moving side to side would just decimate whatever was in my way on either side. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I want to say my best character... I love starting with Porta because I love the lightning ring so much. Because lightning, lightning ring, attract orb to get that synergy. Mm-hmm. But Have you I've fully also... upgraded the pentagram? 
Yes, I was about to say I have, I have, I have uh, turned the pentagram into the magic circle. Yeah. That shit is fucking hilarious. That shit is what fucking the hell crazy. What does that do? So the- uh, okay, so pentagram when it activates, it kill, it wipes everything off the screen. Items, exp, enemies, anything, anything, everything yeah. gone. Screen cleared. Every ten minutes, I think, because the cooldown's like ridiculously long when you first. Uh, the cooldown at level one is ridiculously long. If you want that bitch upgraded so it doesn't kill, take exp anymore. That that starts speeding up on you. Yeah, but I mean that's the snowball. Like you speed it up, it's deleting less and less. Mm-hmm. But still killing everything on screen every time your cooldown procs. Uh, but then the magic circle, what it does, it kills everything, makes them drop more experience, and then attracts all of it towards you. Yep. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's just I ridiculous. I was like, I had to hit level 80 on one of the stages to unlock the next thing last mm-hmm. night, and... That was the same run. I was upgrading the pentagram as I went where I had my back against the wall in the tower and mm-hmm. was just like mowing through shit. The magic circle, it'd be like if shit got hairy, that shit would happen and I'm just leveling up. So made it. I made it almost to 100 on that run. But that was the one where I didn't even see the Reaper coming and showed up from off screen and tore me apart at the 30 minutes. <laughs> But hey, I did what I needed to do in that level, upgraded mm-hmm. the, like I got a bunch of achievements just from that one run. I had killed a giant crab that every time I killed its claws, it'd come back bigger. <laughs> so I'm at the point where I'm looking for the coffins in every stage so I can yep. get those uh five five characters. Yeah, I have the coffin from the milk factory. I have the coffin from the tower. I need to get the coffin in the forest. Uh, that was the one I was working on last night when I realized what time, how much time I had played. And I was like, okay. I had an Overwatch stream up for drops. I was like, okay. Now that I've realized I've spent too much time on Vampire Survivors, once these Overwatch drops are done collecting, I'll pack it in for the night. But yeah. Uh, that I was going for the uh coffin in the forest, and then I gotta go back and get the coffin in the library, which shouldn't be too hard because mm-hmm. I have the map. Like, the map, I don't know if the map ever gets detailed, like, if that's an upgrade you can get at some point, but like, I have when I pause the game, there is a map, and the only th- only things you haven't discovered on some of those older maps will be question marks. And mm-hmm. that's how I was easily able to find the coffin in the milk factory. It was just a matter of like, oh, well, I have enough. Because, like, a circle of enemies goes to defend all of the coffins, like, anytime you find one. So it was like, oh, well, I'm powerful enough and I'm at the milk factory. Let me go over there and just get it. And I got it. No problem. Nice. Like, my yeah, problem. Those relics are fun. There's some real cool relics in that game. Yeah. Oh, man. Some of them, like the fire whip, it looks like. I was just looking at the achievements. It's like some of the things they're saying. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could totally. All of this is what I need. Oh, yeah. 
But uh, while we're talking about fire whips, I'm sure there are some enemies in God of War Ragnarok that use fire whips. Are you sure about that? You you're the one who would know this. Yeah, yeah I'm. I feel like there is, but yeah. I mean, are you sure? The about blades that? of chaos are essentially fire whips, so we'll go with that. So yeah, God of War Ragnarok. I beat it. Rolled credits. Uh, I have all the side content to do except for the stuff from the first world because I was doing that. And then I was like, this game's going to take a million years to beat if I do all this side content as I'm playing. So, played through the game. Has 10 out of 10 set pieces. It does gameplay and, like, story-wise has one of the coolest moments in, like, all of Sony first-party history. And it's just because, like, we've been with Kratos as a character for so long. And no matter if you've played all the games or this is your first game, like, Kratos gets stoked. And, like, that's not an emotion you typically see. (laughs) Kratos is like, like? this is badass. Like, for Kratos to, like... He can enjoy things? That's that's possible? (laughs) I didn't see that coming. It, it's fucking great. It is amazing. 10 out of 10. Like, that moment. <laughs> like, Elden Ring's still game of the year for me, but I would, I like, if Game Awards gives it to God of War, especially after this stuff I've played, yeah, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> it's a fucking great video game. Like, the mm-hmm. mechanics. Like, there there was so much that I was saying positively about this game, like, as I was starting off. But, like, now that I'm, for the most part, done with it, because I definitely want to go back and do side stuff, especially mm-hmm. using some of, like, the later game upgrades and stuff, it'll be like, oh, I can just use this weapon with this runic attack and just completely destroy whatever the fuck they're doing. Like... I've killed gods. <laughs> Newer, stronger gods. So I'm ready to take those tools and go back and kill whatever the fuck fire. Well, almost said something I wasn't supposed to say <laughs> that you don't <laughs> technically kill. But things on that level. It's really cool. Um,. One of the things that I really liked is the characters that are in the MCU. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I don't have that deep connection with, like, Norse lore. Like, I got God of War. Mm -hmm. I got the Thor MCU movies. I got Final Fantasy XIV, which really, like, I was like, oh, that's Felger. Like, I totally know you. (laughs) Nidhogg was completely different. So, like, just having, like, these few... Uh, and Primal. Like, Primal was, like, a lot of Viking stuff. So, between all those things, it was, like, comparing the characters that I knew, it was, like, Heimdall. Like, just a whole... Going down the list, Odin, Thor, Loki, like, even Freya thinking about how Freya's been portrayed in other media, and it's just really cool seeing 
the take God of War has put on a lot of these characters, and it seems to be like more faithful. Like obviously, it's more faithful than the MCU version of Thor and Loki and all of that. But you know, right? You I'm could, the truth. I wish the I wish we got to see more of the MCU versions of these characters, and not to be killed off for shock value in a movie real quick. That would have been nice. Which one's dead? Loki's dead. Well, technically. Well, right. Technically. I like Loki has. Loki well, let's put it this way. No, but the reason why I say Loki's dead is because we're not going to get the actual characterization of like that is caused by the relationship between him and Thor. It's yeah. basically he's just a what's his face Tumblr sexy man vehicle now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is entirely what that show is, so... Like, that that, that show literally was, hey, Loki, have you ever tried self-cess? Think about it. One time. <laughs> I mean, he's got the ego for it. Right, but that's... I'm surprised it took Right, but I missed the comic book bastard version of him. The one that goes to, hey, Thor, remember your girlfriend that was reincarnated? I stole her body. Fuck you. What a perfect asshole. Right. Right. It's like, I'm going to go join the Valkyries. Fuck you. <laughs> Man, See, that's that's what I miss. The Valkyries in this game. Like, the Valkyries aren't the same way they were enemies in the first game. Like, there's an- another character. So, all the side content from mm-hmm. God of War 1, it, like, canon is you platinum that game. So, like, even if you beat the game and stopped, the canon of, like, where Ragnarok picks up is, like, yeah, you went through and you killed all the Valkyries and you went through and you did all the Realm Tears and did all the side content and heard all the stories from Amir, mm-hmm. and so like have all mm-hmm. that context. So does that's that get a, you a little lost if you didn't plan it? No. So it's just like go like me telling you this because uh, it had me lost for like a split second. I was like. I didn't platinum the game. Like I'm like, is it reading the save? I'm like, that's a PS4 save. I'm playing the PS5 There's version. <laughs> I mean, there is a way because my it's PS- reading your trophy data. <laughs> I mean, it totally could do that, but it's not. It just they decided like made a for storytelling purposes, just like the canon of the timeline is even if you stop playing the, in the time between the end of the last game and the start of this game, Kratos and Atreus did everything. Whether or not you did it in the game yourself. And I mean, the only thing that is of significance that I can tell is that you killed the Valkyries. And I mean, that is a trophy that everybody complains about from that game. So, like, Sorry for spoilers for 2018, but you kill the Valkyries. I mean, if you didn't beat it, you didn't beat it. Yeah, that was more of a you problem than a Kratos problem. Let's be 100 here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kratos, like, I'm going to kill him regardless. Like, (laughs) no matter if you on the sticks or not. (laughs) But yeah. 
God of War, 10 out of 10 video oh, yeah. game. Highly recommend. Uh, Congratulations on the beating the game. Yeah. And it's... I won't need to do another playthrough on a different difficulty or anything. So it's really just a matter of going back now mm-hmm. with all my stuff and my cool new armor and everything. And because there's like post-game side quests. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to just kind of go back to the first realm and start working my way through everything like realm by realm so like when i finally get to the post game stuff that caps everything off Mm -hmm. uh i'll be able to boss my train of thought i'll be able to cap the game off with the post game stuff and just be done and leave it like at that spot because for me, it's like, yeah, I beat the main story and, like, the implications of the ending will be noticeable for the rest of my time playing the game. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they let me continue playing the game after I beat it, so. It's true. Yeah. All right, so... Another thing I was playing earlier on in the night last night was Fortnite. And because I'm trying to get this Spider Gwen, uh, like I have this skin, I'm trying to get her where she takes her hood off and has the design from the Into the Spider Verse movie. Well, that's cool. Yes. Like she has some other alternate styles that are like really cool, but it's like I am not. Getting my battle pass to the equivalent of level 300 this season. Like, I'm at, like, 115, and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, that's nothing. Like, because in older seasons, after you hit 100, like, your XP, your post-game challenges would happen seasons and seasons later. Because it was like, yeah, we needed you to get to, like, battle pass tier 1,000. And since nobody's fucking doing that... We're going to count all the tiers you get in this next battle pass. And just until you have gotten a thousand tiers overall, whatever. Jesus. So. That's a lot. It, it is a lot, but like, it really just depends on how you do it. Yeah. Because it didn't take me that long of playing. It wasn't like at any point in the grind from zero to a hundred which is where the most of your rewards are coming from. Like, I didn't feel like that took a lot of playtime. Yeah. Like, I never felt bogged down. Every time I'd play, my XP would be supercharged because I hadn't played in a while. There'd be missions. There'd be, like, there's a skin that I actually want to get that didn't unlock until, like, I was in the 90s or, like, the event for it hadn't started. And so you have to get 50 tiers. And I think I'm in, like, the 30s of that, just judging by where it unlocked and where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to probably continue to get the 50 tiers because I'm working on getting this Spider-Gwen and this other skin that's, like, a chrome pumpkin. It's really cool. Like, the pumpkin, I have the, like, the default recolor of the skin or just, like, the default version I have that, and it's really cool, but then they chromed it out for this recolor just because not a lot of people got that skin, like the default version, and it's a good design. So so even me as somebody who has, like, the harder version of it to get, the rarer version, I'm like, shit, give everybody this skin. 
because it's just a really good design. So I hope they do that with some other ones. I know they've brought back a couple like older seasons, like given a character and a theme and an aesthetic and like an effect, mm-hmm. a gender swap. It'll be like, oh, well, this version was exclusive if you bought a Samsung Galaxy phone in 2018. But (laughs) (coughs) this male version of it is just in the shop. It's fine. That's. Oh, it's like how Bungie sold those, resold the exclusive emotes, but the color was different. Yeah, sounds about right. Hmm. And I hope they go back because my problem with Fortnite has always been the. I missed out on the season where the like the good Spider-Man, the best Spider-Man skin in that game was in a season I just did not feel like playing Fortnite. And so now there's no way for me to get that good Spider-Man skin. If they'd sell it in like a recolor, like even change the design on the suit somewhat, but just like essentially give me an option to get the good version of Spider-Man. Like, I'd take it. But last night what I was doing was uh, the Rocket League stuff. Because Rocket League's having another collaboration with Fortnite. This time oh. they put the Octane into Fortnite. That is one of the vehicles that is just on the map and usable That's in creative cool. mode. It's just the Octane from Rocket League. Does it drive around like... In Rocket League, or yeah, is it just you like a, can jump, you boost, like yeah, front flip, double jump, okay, all that. Okay. Like, and if you do the double, it's harder to do because it's not like the controls are nowhere near as tight. Like the driving in Rocket League is way tighter than the driving in Fortnite by like <laughs> by like a mile. And so, but yeah, mm-hmm. if you do the double front flip thing, mm-hmm. that gives you boost. Like you have. It is a good enough replication of the car that because they put the whatever the knockoff Ferrari is in Fortnite into Rocket League. So like that was what I got for eventually finishing all the challenges. I got that car in both Rocket League Sideswipe and Prime mm-hmm. Rocket League and I got um a bunch of Rocket League cosmetics like I got a I finally unlocked the skateboard because apparently at no point had I unlocked the skateboard back bling. Huh. Uh, but so now I have like four different Rocket League skateboard decks. That's cool. To use as my back bling. I really That's feel cool. like I've unlocked some of those in like holiday challenges or something before, but Probably. maybe not. But yeah, so I finished all that stuff. Uh, I'd say, you know, Chris, if you feel like dropping in, I'm always down. Okay. I need to get... I can show off some of these newer skins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had another Rocket League Cross Fortnite event. Um, this time there's no stuff on the Rocket League side. I did load up Rocket League and they have a Nike collaboration going on because of the world cup so now my like goal celebration is a nike swoosh and it's really cool because i just had coins sitting in that game and the bundle was like a hundred less coins than i had so Mm -hmm. i got a hundred coins just sitting in my rocket league account and i bought the nike bundle that's cool yeah but 
and that that's how I snowballed into Vampire Survivors because I was like, I wonder how Rocket League plays on the Steam Deck because I Whoa. still have the Steam Dude. version and it's still technically supported. And I'm like, since it's cross save and everything, now I can use all my stuff. Is it better than the Switch? Yes, but I didn't get to play. Like, I pretty much just was able to get to the home screen because, Mm -hmm. and that was today. Because for some reason, Rocket League's like 30-something gigs. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why do you need to take up so much space? (laughs) Because I got like 44 gigs free on my Steam Deck, and it took up more than half of that. So. Mm-mm. That's not okay. But I'm like, you know, uh, all I'm using my Steam Deck for currently is Vampire Survivors, so. Because that game is crack. And I mean, I got my Final Fantasies on there, so. I will say my Steam Deck is for wordy games, Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy, and Crack. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would, the Steam Deck would be really nice for just like, what do they call it? Chill gaming? Yep, get real cozy. Yeah, get real cozy, do some gaming, you know, something like, something like. Yeah, I mean, what kind of what I use my Switch for now, but like a better system than the, the Switch is. Right, because you can get better games. The only difference is there's some games that, like visual novels, that you can't get off Steam, even though you can definitely get a game about fucking Hitler. You cannot get a visual novel, so you know. Wait, why not? I definitely have visual novels on Steam. Yeah, it basically what ended up happening is one of the new Mahoyo, uh, Witch of the Holy Night is not coming to Steam because they were like, "No, nah, we don't want to do it." Mm-hmm. And it's annoying because I would really like that visual novel on my Steam Deck. You can't sideload it? Uh, probably could. But the thing about it is for convenience sake and to get it earlier, I was probably just going to get it on my uh, Switch oh, and yeah. ignore the thing entirely. Borderline same experience. Um, So I'm guessing it's not free. Because you said... Uh, Hoyoverse, no. and I thought it'd be like a free-to-play kind of thing. No, not Mahoyoverse. No, I'm not talking about Mahoyo. This is close to this is this is actually uh, related to Sukahime. Has nothing to do with Mahoyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if it's not a free thing and you want to buy it on Switch, yeah, I say get it on Switch. You know. Mm-hmm. The Switch's days are fucking numbered. Like, this motherfucker is about to go out with a whimper. <laughs> it's fizzing oh, out like... Wait, does it, ain't it got a Zelda game coming out in, like, six months? That better fucking not be for this piece of trash sitting in yeah. my Switch dock. That game... So, I don't know if I've gotten into this on the podcast, but I got a fucking bone to pick. Nintendo, you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. But Doug Bowser, motherfucker. So, Switch trailers in Nintendo Directs and in Nintendo presentations and on Nintendo's YouTube channel just outright are always captured in the game running, all, even if it's cinematics, even if it's whatever. It is the game running in real time on the Switch, which is why games like Sifu, the second they showed Sifu, it was like, oh my god, no. 
And the second they showed stuff like Star Wars The Force Unleashed and like a bunch of these games, it, you can instantly see, even from the thing that you're watching on YouTube at 1080p, that this ain't it. <coughs> the Tears of the Kingdom trailer is doing effects that the current Switch just straight up can't do. So, considering the actual like announcement I, trailer was like. Consider this. Huh? Nintendo don't optimize for shit. Because not a damn thing has been optimized this entire fucking time. Right. That's Well, the thing is, it's just that they don't support things that their SOC allows them to do. Because in theory, they could get a version of DLSS working because they're working off an NVIDIA chipset. But they're just like, nah. <laughs> and so, like, I just need the Switch. I need whatever Tears of the Kingdom was running on in that official Nintendo promotional thing. Mm-hmm. I need that to come out. That shit could be a box that takes Switch cartridges. I don't give a goddamn. Like, I just need the <laughs> game to run better. <laughs> Why does it just be Wants to be a PC version we just never go get. But that's the thing. Nintendo doesn't do that. Like, Sony will do that. Microsoft will do that. Like, the first time we saw God of War running, it was running on a dev kit, which is just a PC. Like, all these different... Like, Nintendo does not do that. Nintendo hasn't done that at any point in the Switch's life cycle at all. I could see it, like... I know Tears of the Kingdom is important, but Tears of the Kingdom is not more important than Mario to them. And they didn't do it with... Mar- they don't do it with Mario stuff. So... It depends on the Mario stuff, though. Because like, that's the thing about it is Mario got front-ended with the Switch. Their big, The big, actual, important Nintendo Mario game was Odyssey. Yeah. yeah like, as they- far as Nintendo's concerned, Mario's done for this console. Mm-hmm. It's basically side games and fun for the rest of games that, and concepts we'll never see again. See right. how we had two that Galaxy thousand. games. We've never seen that again. Sunshine, never seen that again. I don't know what you're talking about. I got Galaxy and Sunshine on my Switch. From that Mario 35 collection that I bought because I thought it'd be rare. And <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I also have access to those games now, which I just yeah. didn't have... And in case, uh, because I do kind of want to play those games because I enjoyed Odyssey so much and I enjoyed the 2D Mario games so much. Like 3D just kind of, until Odyssey was not really my jam. Like I've played Sunshine, I've played, but it's like, to me, it's not the same thing you're getting out of the 2D Mario games. Or even the like... They're not 2.5D, so I don't want to call them 2.5D, but not like the Odyssey, Sunshine, um, Galaxy, not that style, like the 3D World and the 3D Land games. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't feel like the full 3D games get even the good parts out of that, because I feel like that translates some of the good stuff out of 3D and some of the good stuff out of 2D, so it's like a happy Mm -hmm. medium but then by the time you get full 3D, because even Odyssey didn't have that same, 
Like, it had mechanical tightness because, like, the cr- insane shit people were doing with Cappy and speed running and whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, it had a looseness and a floatiness. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. No, like, it's like that's the thing about it is full open area 3D games do need that floatiness so you can yeah. so you can have enough time to actually, like, hug around a wall because you're in a 3D environment. Like, mm-hmm. you need a little bit of floatiness just so you can maneuver yourself, like, outside and do the crazy shit they were doing with Cappy. Right. So, yeah. but I'm just... It's really just the fact that a lot of those full 3D mechanics we'll just never see again. I don't know. I mean, it really depends on Nintendo, but like, I could see Miyamoto being like, seeing something and being like, oh, so somebody took my mechanic and did it better. Like, let me show them how it's really done. Like, people after Mario 1 were making platformers, and then Miyamoto was like, nah, I'm coming out with Mario World. And just fucking blew the doors off that shit all over again. So, but it's still at the end of the day a platformer. So I could see them bringing back some of those older mechanics in, or even because I feel like they used. Yeah, but also, the, the thing with Mario World though is that was Mario Four though. That was Mario Four. That was at the point where it's like we refined the art to the point that we should have this bigger next gen yeah. thing. That shit was crazy. Just, like, looking at the progression from Mario 1 to Mario 3, because I don't think Miyamoto worked on either version of Mario 2, uh, but, like, Mario 1 to Mario 3 to Mario World is just, like, a glow-up you wouldn't believe. But, um... I'm looking at these notes, trying to see... Um... You guys got any stories from this past week while I... Uh, I played a little bit of Scorn. Hey, what you think? They don't tell you shit in that game. They nope. just say, here you go. Right? I was like, I have gotten trapped and found, like, thought I was the dumbest person ever because I was like, I had no idea this little tiny spot in this room, in this giant tower that I'm supposed to find to progress myself to open this door. But it's fun. It's creepy. It's unsettling as hell. Don't eat while you're playing this game. (laughs) Just, I got myself a snack and I think at that point I had, it's in the very beginning of the game, but I made a decision in it. I was disturbing. It's gross. It's uh, you, Dalen put it best. I think last week it's always wet. <laughs> wet. For no reason. You're the in the desert, <laughs> and somehow it's still wet. Because <sighs> everything's biomechanical, so it's yeah, like the it's world like, fucking sweats. And I, yeah. uh, uh, but I have gotten to a point where you're starting to fight in this game and kill things, and apparently you can heal yourself. I haven't found that part yet. And so I've gone too far, and I think I need to backtrack because I got frustrated and turned it off after about three hours. Sounds about right. Like, I'm dying in one hit, and I got to go back. But then that's when I was playing. I stopped and played Vampire Survivor until Pokemon downloaded. Okay, so 
I found a story I really wanted to talk to y'all about. Have y'all seen the near truck driving around Japan? Yeah, with that giant black square on it, obviously hiding something. Right. So they have a giant meal head. It's on the, it's just like a flatbed truck with near written on the front. It has a giant meal head in the back. It has a black box, like from near automata. And then it has like a, black podium thing that has near replicant near automata and then a black rectangle the exact same size that doesn't say anything probably for the anime if i had to bet it was anything it's probably for the anime Mm. i would love if it was some wild shit like a new video game or some nonsense or some weird shit but it's probably the anime well i mean the thing was around this time they said that Near Automata has sold 700,000 copies and Near Replicant has sold 150 million copies. Or not 150 million. Okay, this is weird. So, looking at the images, it says 700 and has some characters and it says 150 and has some characters. Turns out Near Automata is over 7 million. So, that... That's a really weird w- way to write seven million and seven hundred, <laughs> but uh, and then one point five million for near replicant. So, and this is just the new version, the version one point two two four seven four, the good version, the version that I need to go and play. The version that I will not delete off my PlayStation until I've beat it. Until you beat it. I'm potentially Has anybody it. beat that game? Uh, yeah, a few people in the Discord have, but none of us have. Mm-mm. Being a near number one podcast. We're near Automata. I had All to, of us. Look, I paused the game because that, I knew from you know playing the original that that was the last time that cast was ever going to be happy again. I was like, I could stop right here for a while because I knew what's coming. <laughs> I just like got burnt out early on because it just wasn't like I'm waiting until I want that kind of third person character action game. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I guess God of War is that, but I'm taking God of War from more of a cinematic angle than I am, like a mm-hmm. character. You're talking about God of War's gameplay. You're there for the movie. Yeah, honestly, I'm ready for the awesome ass moments that just keep happening in that game. It's so sad. It's over. So. That's actually something listening to spoiler cast, and this won't spoil anything about the game, is that the creative director, what the creative director specifically wants to do next is Castlevania because his comfort game is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And he'll just like anytime he's stressed out, just go and play through the entirety of that game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when reviews drop for the first one, Corey Barlog like recorded a video. Being like, I here's like my re- genuine reaction to the first time seeing what this game's getting reviewed at, and 
when Ragnarok dropped, he was playing off playing Symphony of the Night. <laughs> Just like I don't like. Yeah, I'm stressed out. I don't want to know what these scores are. I'm just going to be over here playing Symphony of the Night. Which I respect. As somebody who will just go off and play uh, Tetris. Almost said Tekken. Um, <laughs> yep, you know me. Me and my hey, Symphony of the Night's a good game. <laughs> yeah, Symphony of the Night. I'm more of an Aria Sorrow kind of person myself, but Symphony of the Night is a really good game. Oh, that actually reminds me. So... Aria of Sorrows on the Advanced Collection, right? Yes. Um, I was looking at that on Black Friday, but I was also looking at the Capcom 30th Anniversary Collection. And so I got the 30th Anniversary like Fighting Collection, so it's just all like Dark Stalkers and Gem Fighter and Puzzle Fighter, and, like, all these, like, really, really old Capcom fighting. Mm-hmm. And not even necessarily fighting, because uh, I think it's Gem Fighter is the one that's just a puzzle game. It's just Puyo Puyo. Gem Fighter? Yeah. But it's better than Puyo Puyo. I, I can mean, be real. Cause, I mean... Because having that stuff turn into a Hadouken on a hoe? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. You ain't dropping no, you ain't dropping those tatsus, no tatsus in freaking pull you, pull you. But uh, yeah, That's so weird. I played that, and I realized that it was. Oh no, I can't tell if what I'm looking at. I'm just gonna scroll away from whatever that is. Um, I think I got tagged in the NFT art thing. But it looked like actually cool art for a second. And then I was like, oh, no, is this NFTs? So I'm going to say no fucking thanks and scroll away from that. But (laughs) the Capcom fighting collection is actually a really good collection. It has full online for a bunch of these old games that have been inaccessible. Like I knew about Darkstalkers characters from like Marvel versus Capcom and from like... Nobody from Darkstalkers is in Street Fighter Five, right? I don't think so. But think so. just seeing these characters over the years of like, oh, the, I got some PSN avatars that were free, and it says something about Darkstalkers. So I got no idea what that is. To like mm-hmm. now, as time has gone on, like having access to all the Darkstalkers games at the click of a button is really cool. And having Puzzle Fighter playable on my PS5 is really cool. Mm-hmm. Hyper Street Fighter 2. It's just... That's cool. Out of these old school collections, this is the one that I've played the most mm-hmm. of like all the different games. Like I've played every single game in the collection, even though some of them are legitimately probably just balance patches for other ones that are in the collection. Mm-hmm. It's like... This Darkstalkers games or Vampire Savior game, not Survivor, Savior. And even that might be wrong. No, no, it's Vampire Saviors. Okay. Um, Vampire, like, two of these Vampire Savior games in this collection look like completely different things. Or, like, the exact same thing, but they're branded completely differently. So... (laughs) 
Like, they're separate executables. Like, you can go in each game and, like, if it had an English release, set it to the English release. Uh, and it'll change, like, the title card and everything like that over to the English version. But some of them, it's like, neither of these have an English version. I can't tell what the difference is. They both say Vampire Savior but have different subtitles, but, like, the character selects the same, the same characters are there, I'm playing as the same character, getting the same arcade mode. It's weird. That is weird. I think it's a balance thing, because I know that back then, different, uh, first, there'll be different versions of, it's basically patches. I think they're just different patches. Okay. Yeah, because that's the thing, like, back in the arcades, you can't just, you know release a patch you gotta mm-hmm. release a whole new machine you gotta like redo the board like and at that point it's a different game so yeah you gotta put all this effort in right it's a different skew even though it's the same game mm-hmm. which now you just download a patch off the internet and sometimes you don't even have to manually do it. Your system will just do it, and when you turn it on, it'll be like, here you go, we took care of all this while you were gone. Look at the future. Right. Not the Steam Deck, though, for whatever goddamn reason. Like, the Steam Deck has to be awake and on, like, 100% for downloads to happen at all. <laughs> Which is Ugh. such a fucking pain when you're leaving Rocket League downloading overnight. <laughs> Oh, that is a pain in the ass. It's like, okay. I mean, I, I guess every, not everything screen. can be perfect. Right. I wonder if you have a dock. Do they have the dock? Yeah, they have the dock. That was actually something I was looking at on my Steam wish list that I don't think I'll... It's going to take a really long time for me to be able to justify getting the dock for the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. Because it's like 90 bucks. And, like, while it's a really fully featured dock, like, the point of the Steam Deck was handheld. It's not like the Switch where it's, like, I just needed the new Nintendo console regardless. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, this is a handheld. It's the same way, like, I didn't need a dock for my 3DS. I don't Mm -hmm. need a dock for my Steam Deck. That's called my PC. Right. (laughs) Yep. Even though I get way more pain, like, I deal with way more problems playing anything. Like, if I had a controller just built into my PC where every time I wanted to use a controller with my PC, I did, like, nothing went wrong. Because for whatever reason, I used my Xbox Series X controller with my Xbox One one time. Mm-hmm. And now, no matter what it turns on the xbox in the bedroom and so i'm doing inputs into both whatever game i'm playing on pc and whatever abomination is happening over on my xbox while the tv's not even on that input luckily i haven't bought anything yet it's just a pain and then if i plug in my playstation controller to my pc like one of my extra dual senses it tries to put all of my PC sounds coming out of this speaker and tries to take all of my P... Oh, shit, I just turned on my PlayStation. 
it tries to do all the uh, microphone inputs like on everything. Like my defaults, like on a core system level, this is the default speaker and this is the default microphone. And so I can't risk that again, fucking up OBS and me talking to myself on a recorded stream for 30 minutes again. Where the Steam Deck, I don't have those problems. The controllers are built in. Yeah. Right. Just play games. Enjoy it. Relax. Live your life. Okay. I really got to find a way to sit, like, to play games lying down. Because if I lay on either side, whatever arm I'm laying on is going to sleep. More pillows. Yeah. The answer is more pillows. Yeah. Oh, those are definitely on the list to get in general. Like, that's pillows. Yeah. This week sucked. Like, for going three years mm-hmm. without having to deal with COVID and then getting COVID like full force like that. This is a week like that. I would have been done with God of War probably at the beginning of the week if mm-hmm. I weren't so sick. I was like, I would turn on my console and I'd just be like, yeah, I can't play anything. I don't have the like energy. Yeah, it's going to sit here. Right. Like, I'm just going to sit here and listen to the uh, Capcom Fighting Collection open, like, the main menu music, because it's really fucking good. <laughs> that shit I respect that. Slaps. That sounds just so <laughs> sad. I don't have the physical prowess to play God of War, but I sure can listen to a banger. Bang is a good for the soul. Mm-hmm. Right. That and stew. Oh, and stew. Stew is so fucking good. <laughs> and now, but it's now like it's getting hot. I hate Georgia. It's like too hot for stews now. What's the weather like outside? I haven't been out. 65. It's, it's weird. It's been hovering like somewhere. It's either been like real cold or like mid 60s. Yeah, it's yeah. 65 and it's going down to 46. You could have stew tonight, Chris. That's true. No one <laughs> wants to cook stew when it's like, ah, I'm just difficult. It's me. It's a me problem. All right. Well, do either of y'all got a one more thing before we wrap? For yeah, Marvel Snap. You need to make your oh events more, more uh, visible <laughs> when you're doing stuff because you're having this whole Wakanda Forever event where you can get a pixelated fucking Ironheart. Uh, uh, fucking whatchamacallit a profile image and you got that shit hidden in the news yeah that shit that I like you been... don't need two buttons for the fucking battle pass you can get rid of that for events cause you don't need two buttons for the fucking battle pass right uh but outside of that I, I don't think the events like the events alright it's basically right. if you play a lot Mm-hmm. And you put the Wakandan cards in your deck, and you play that deck, you'll get finished a lot faster. Oh, I steering am... you to play a certain type of deck? 
Well, it's it's encouraged you to put certain cards in your deck. Yeah, like it's sense. like four featured cards, and like if you have those yeah. four featured cards, you get more points. Yes, Ironheart, Black Panther, Okoye, and Nakita. Nice. Yeah, they are the featured cards right now. Uh, you know, I find that the event itself is not bad. I just think they need to just not hide yeah. it in the freaking news section. Like, we don't need... Happened from like... the main screen, why do there's two buttons for the battle pass? You have the one over there in that nice little uh, four panel surrounding your uh, your profile icon, but then they have a whole other button next to it. Huh. Yeah, what? so they have it at the top and the bottom of the screen. Yeah. They and really the one, So it. they really could at the top of the screen... I think it'd be better. Honestly, like, I get rid of the rid of the one at the bottom, personally. Yeah. Because I really like the way all the, like the the buttons on top. I like how they all sit on top of each, sit next to each other. Yeah, the UI design for up there is like it's really, well put the UI together. Design is fine. Just replace one of the buttons. But yeah, for and then maybe make the event like look cleaner. Like the fact that it's just a static image. Not even like an interactable. Like all, I mean, the, yeah. all the buttons are flat and dead. Like yeah, the buttons are flat and dead until you have enough resources to actually use them. And then won't they turn right back into flat and dead the second you use them? Yep. So yeah. That's... But also, this is not an event that wants you to interact with it a lot. It's one of those. It wants you to come in, check to see if you have enough to to do the thing. If not, go back to playing true oh anton what's your battle pass looking at by oh, the way i haven't my season pass season. We're not fighting each other. i mean we're battling people this oh. is a card battler man them bots them bots be vicious yeah it's some these are some of the most disrespectful bots i've ever dealt with in gaming <laughs> Like this, is, these bots are worse than the amiibo bots. Like when the amiibos were like just oh, unnecessarily yeah, good in Smash. Hands. Yeah, it's, it's worse, worse than that. <laughs> these are some like fucking aggressive, vicious, disrespectful, ungodly bots. Bots hate you. The they bots do. don't care. Right. <laughs> They're like we're here to take away rank, <laughs> nothing else. That's amazing. But yeah. So do you fall in rank if, after you lose? Yeah. Yes. It's huh. all, all you do is ranked. Yeah. The, I don't. The only. It's confusing to me that Yu Gi Oh doesn't do that. Because Yu Gi Oh has quick play, but yeah. Yeah. Yu Gi Oh has a casual mode. There is no casual mode in Marvel right. Seven. It is all yes. ranked. Oh. Well, yeah. I would just. I. I mean, even in competitive mode. You don't lose rank. You only go up. You um, lose. That's they like drop the, you every like every reset. They'll drop you down to the tier. Like if you were in silver, they'll drop you to bronze, and you have to make it back up to silver, and so on and forth. Like gold, you'll go back down to silver. But I, I've lost. I guess there's enough OTK decks out there that they can't just drop you for some bullshit. Oh well, this is like this is more like the Overwatch system of like, yeah, 
Well, well the older Overwatch system, because now Overwatch's system, it's like every seven wins you get promoted, every 20 losses you get demoted, and it's not... It's hmm. cumulative, and it's weird, but it's more like the old Overwatch system where it's like you play. Well, it's not even like that because you just start at the bottom. And then as you win, you climb. As you lose, you fall. Hmm. How are queue times at Overwatch these days? I heard they were getting... Uh, I heard if you are playing tank or DPS, your queues were starting to get a bit long. Yeah, I mean, if you're solo queuing that yeah but i haven't been solo queuing since i finished the battle pass i only play when other people are playing and pretty much all the people i play with were out of town for thanksgiving so i didn't play i haven't played i maybe played like two games with madrid before he went out of town yeah and that was my first time trying to play anything seriously mm-hmm. and i got two games and i was like i am exhausted i'm going to bed <coughs> so yeah i mean i'm sure solo queue queue times are going up because the player base is definitely declining there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that they said they were going to do with that game that they just didn't do so I mean, it's solid for right now. I am super close to my next Golden Gun. I'm pretty much only playing open queue competitive with people I know and having a good time doing it. But outside of that, like... uh, Yeah. It really might not make my, like, top five... I'm pretty sure it's not going to make my top five of the year list. So... What? Overwatch is not even in the top five competitive games of the year. Heck, what are you talking about? Hey, it's you know, it's Overwatch. I mean, I mean, Overwatch, the game where it's easier to get skins by farming in Warcraft than it is to actually play the fucking game. Yep, that's true. Don't you love how WoW's uh, gold selling problems have now turned into skins for Overwatch? <laughs> Fucking Blizzard, man. I mean, that's Blizzard. Like, the skin situation has gotten so bad in that game that, like, there was a Reinhardt skin that I wanted that they introduced into the shop. It was like, okay. By the time I had redeemed my credits and everything and did everything I needed to do to be able to afford it, it was gone. I'm like, oh, it, I can see it in the character like page itself, and it has the price right there. I could just get it from there. And it's like, nope, you got to wait for it to rotate back into the shop. And uh... every time I've checked, it's just not there. I'm just sitting on the credits in my Overwatch account to get this Reinhardt skin. Mm-hmm. And they're just not going to give it to me until... like. I'm going to be real with you. I, I I do not, outside of specifically the Genji skin that they put at the end of the back battle pass, I, I do not think any of the skins they've released so far have actually been... That good. Reinhardt skin is fucking fire. Like, I will say, it's like lion, he's like a lion. So, yeah, he's like an armored lion, and it's really cool. 
But I mean, it's not. It's like a ten dollar skin. It's not one of their. None of their like twenty and up dollar skins have been worth it in my opinion whatsoever. But that Reinhardt skin's worth ten bucks. That seems like a lot of money for a skin. That yeah, is. Hey, speaking, I don't know why everything's <laughs> overpriced, Marvel <laughs> Snap. Your variants are overpriced as shit. What oh, the yeah. fuck? Oh, fool. Like, oh. Holy. Whoa. <laughs> no. The variant game, it, like it's like, yeah, these cards look cool as fuck, but I am not paying you $7 for a variant and of a card I already have. The 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Jeez. Oh, so it costs more than a dollar per hundred. Okay, seven hundred. Uh, seven hundred gold bars is ten bucks. God damn. So, yep. yep. And I've seen variants that are twelve fifty. Like this squirrel girl is really cool, but it is not. Well, how much is twelve hundred? Twelve hundred is fifteen dollars. This card's cool. You can't really see it. See, if it were like the animated the 3D version, it because mm-hmm. those show really well on camera. Like, I wonder if this will show. Oh, it's probably because I have that fucking blur effect on. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the whole point is like, there's a Spider Woman variant uh-huh. that I have a, that I that I like. It's a bit spicy, you know. I fucks with it. Yeah, I'm not I mean. spending ten dollars on that. Yep. No. Nope. I'm not spending. No. T- none of That's these a- have been. Like, you get a few variants off the battle pass. Uh, the, I get those variants. And you get a couple through collection leveling up. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, I refuse to, like, hey, these shits are expensive. I'm going to be 100 years. I, I think the next variant I might end up... The next variant I'm getting is out of the season pass because I have three levels left. I have seven levels left on that. Oh yeah, the next one. Yeah, I have like no, I have five levels left on the battle pass on the season pass. I got there's an Okoya variant that I need to get off here, and there is a Black Panther variant. And there's and a technically through the battle pass they give you enough uh gold to buy a skin, to buy a variant, but why would you spend that gold on variants when you could just spend that on missions? Something right. a little bit more valuable. Right. Right. Even though some of the and this is the and this is the real problem with it is that because they are already this price now, they're already ten bucks a punch pop. So when you actually get one that's actually interesting, like cause some of the cause look, number one, I'm not paying ten dollars for a pixel variant. I'm not. I'm not paying like honestly, the pixel variants being ten dollars annoy me. They annoy me the most. Being ten dollars. Well, in my shop, they got baby variants. Oh, Those the Kiwi are... variants, I'm not a big fan of either. No. Like, okay. Let me see. Do these... The, the sport symbiotic. variants are cool. The sport variants are pretty cool. And the, the symbiote variants. The symbiote variants are always cool, yeah. Sim- I mean, the symbiotes. Yeah, that's uh, what I, I would really love if they had like an if they actually like had the Iron Man variants for some of the suits because in the Marvel throughout Marvel Comics everyone got an Iron Man suit. Like, heck, I even have the they made one for Odin. They actually made a variant out of the Odin uh, armor that Tony made them. Mm. That's cool. So like, let's let have that variant for like Black Widow or like who got a suit, Hawkeye or like. 
Well, I got a little... I don't know where I got my Hawkeye variant, but it's like an Adventure Time kind of style to it, and I fucks with it. So I have a Hawkeye variant I like. I'm not going to lie. I was pissed when I when my first random variant was that fucking Medusa chibi. I was pissed because I was oh, like, I don't give a fuck about chibi. I would love a Medusa variant just because, like, my Medusa is like... I have two Medusa variants. Oh, my God. So, Domino, I have a cool variant. Colossus, I have a chibi variant. So, the baby and the chibi are two different kinds of variants. I think uh, I'd prefer the chibi over the baby. Probably. Because I'm looking, I have baby variant Professor X, but I have chibi variant Colossus. Hmm. I, I have a really cool variant of Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I Sentinel is the one, I have three different versions of that card. The pixel variant... Regular the base card, and then like this really cool variant that looks like something out of a Michael Bay Transformers movie in a good way. <laughs> I mean, heck, I, I'm not gonna even front the first two, three. I fucked with the first three Michael Bay Transformers movies. After that, they should have called the quits. Yeah, I when Lincoln Park stopped being involved in the projects. I want to say that was the third one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that was the third one. <sighs> I'm just saying. When I'm done, into the transform Transformers cinematic theme. Come on. Come on. They didn't do that. They didn't. They stopped doing those things, man. I missed it. Right. All right. So I think that's it for the episode. About to have to go record table cheese, so I gotta switch over the setup for that. Uh, remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter while it's still around at Anton6x3x's. I might try Hive. Mastodon doesn't look too appealing. Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, actually, I think. I have Hive downloaded. I haven't started playing with it yet. I maybe, but also I'm fine with my existence on Tumblr. If I'm being 100, 100. Man, Tumblr has been blowing up my fucking phone, and it's like. Oh no! You gotta turn those fucking notifications <laughs> off. I'm just like, damn! I got Twitter notifications on all the way, and I'm not getting this many fucking. This person's posted for the first time in a long time. No shit, Twitter's disintegrating. We're all on our way back. <laughs> Alright, uh, Chris, where can people find you? Uh, technically, it's Chef and Chris on Twitter. Jalen? Squid Bishop, if you're, if you're on Twitter. <laughs> you're feeling spicy. Alright. This has been a No It's Good production. The video version is edited by Lana Twist and Bind. The audio version is edited by I Know Jones. Until next time, keep it cheesy.